Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pa, pa, pa. I'm Sam Lister Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along to the latest episode of the Twits Odyssey. We're going through a Roald Dahl's classic children's book, The Twits, illustrated by Quentin Blake. We've established that Roald Dahl uh, was a cunt. Quentin Blake, uh, we're not sure about. Um, we're up to the chapter called The Great Upside Down Monkey Circus. We're almost halfway through the book, or just over halfway through the book. Before we get into it, Sam, we need to address the Iron Filing Society regarding um, a slight change in the monthly fee. Because Patreon, who we do the IFS through, are, do, are doing this thing where they are. You probably know if you're at IFS, which you are, uh, that uh, you get charged in US dollars because Patreon is an American company. And what Patreon are doing over the next week or two is they're going to change uh, everything so that you can now start paying in your local currency. So if you're in the UK, you'll now get charged in pounds sterling rather than US dollars. Or if you're in Europe, you get charged in euros. What happens at the minute is, for a lot of people, or some people, uh, you pay in dollars, but you also get hit by a charge from your bank, which is for an international payment. I'm not sure how much it is. It's a few pence each month, but, you Mm. know, fuck that. You're having to give a few pence to to the the man. You want to invest in us because you're supporting what we're doing, and we're forever grateful for that, and that's great, but... It makes you sick. Well, let's, you're, let's not you're get to that chuck point a, yet. All right. Let's not get Sorry, to that point. Sorry, I'm getting. I'm, I'm very passionate about this, so I'll try and we'll keep get, a lid we'll on it. That because what Patreon have done is they have changed the the dollar uh, monthly subscription fee to a pound one, but they've just done it arbitrarily themselves. We've got no say in it. We can't change it, make yeah. it higher or lower or whatever. So it might be a few pence higher than what you thought you were paying before when it appears on your um, bank statement in sterling. Um, uh, we can't do anything about that, unfortunately, and if that's offensive to you, then we apologise, but it's beyond our control. Mm. But once you've been charged in pounds sterling, you won't be charged this fucking international uh, transaction fee by your bank mm-hmm. each month. Yeah. So it might mean a few more pence will go to us, Yeah. a few less pence will go to a bank, yeah, which is you know that's got to be a good thing. It's I a good think. thing at the moment. The banks, as they like to do, skim a few pence off air tax almost. Like mm. oh, we're 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 taking this money and passing it from you to someone else. But along the way, we'll we'll wet our beaks. They're wetting yeah. their beaks. Guess what? 
they're not going to get to wet their beats anymore. Party's over, dickheads. But those few pennies that they used to get from wetting their beats come in our pocket. Not our choice. It's just happening. It's Patreon's choice. So, but you ought to know that at least the dough's going in our pockets and not into the pockets of a faceless bank, a global banking conglomerate, yeah. right? We um, we massively disapprove of all of this by Patreon. Right. We think they've handled this terribly, and if we benefit from it, then that's just Patreon like a is sad, just a process that we product. we have to use to um, to do this whole operation. Survive. But, I mean, Patreon is just some sort of, in itself, it's a shadowy, faceless algorithm based in mm. the Silicon Valley area of California. I don't think it's even, I don't think it's even manned by humans. It's I like a it's blob. A it's not, it's like our random, thing. our random fixtures generator. It's just a huge yeah. sentient blob yeah. that processes these uh, transactions whereby creators that's us by the way that's didn't us didn't know if you know yeah. that's the name for what we do uh, and if you didn't Andy honestly you better get that put on your passport because it's important creator yeah you're a creator um, and punters which is what you the listeners are yeah so that's going to happen I think but uh, I think it's going to happen automatically to everyone soon but you can do it now and change over to uh, your local currency you've got to go into your uh, personal settings on your Patreon account yeah you've got to go to Patreon on the website and then uh, where your avatar is in the top right you've got to go to manage memberships then edit and then there should be a currency option and you choose your preferred currency which of course if you're in the UK will be pounds if you're in Europe at the euros if you're in the United States it stays at dollars and then click update to save your settings um and then you you won't be paying the fucking banks a few pence in shitty international uh, payment transactions each month. Mm. It's like when you change your insurance on your car or your house and you ring up and there's an admin fee. What the fuck off? Do you know what I mean? It's mm. all just done on computers now. Yeah. You don't need to fucking pay an admin fee. Yeah, fuck it's that. a fucking rip-off. It's a, it's, a skim, it's a skim, it's a scam. Yeah. We should be like Martin Lewis, you know. We should be on ITV. Telling yeah. people how to live and how to get the best deals and stuff, but like with swearing as well. Well, that's life logistics. What you've just described yeah, is life it? logistics, yeah. which is another podcast you get as part of your subscription deal. Um, yeah. It depends on what tier you're on. I do think that in an ideal world, we would charge people in cash in hand. Let's keep the <laughs> yeah, tax man out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, it the logistically, it would be very difficult for us to go around and do our collections every month. <laughs> Come round, knock okay. on every cunter's door, doing our little, doing our rounds. Yeah, like a milkman. Yeah, yeah, the podcastman. We'd have to be getting out to Australia, oh. New Zealand, America, Canada. Oh, oh, oh! The podcastman's at the door. I haven't got any change. Hide. Oh, lie on the floor. Teddy's not here. Turn the lights up. Pretend we're out. <laughs> I know you're in there. I can hear you breathing. I'm here for I'll the podcast, buddy. Off. We're not here. You dozy cunt. Who's talking then? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so that's that. That's that. just a bit of uh, housekeeping out of the way that we needed to get done. And that'll that'll start taking effect over the next week or two, I think. Uh, right. Okay. On the Twitch then. The chapter we're on is the Great Upside Monkey Circus. You it think is, that, that in itself is a 
great chapter title, but Sam, you've just discovered a little bit of a spoiler that yeah. we can give. Now, you might about ordinarily think the great titles. Say what you like about Rob Dole, and we've said a lot. You know, he's, he's an arsehole, and a lot of this crap falls out of his ass by this, by reading it. Like, it's just like, yeah. you can't even be bothered. But sometimes there is a stroke of genius, and not only is the great Upside Down Monkey Circus an impeccable title for a chapter of any book, mm. it's not nearly as good as the chapter that comes about ten pages later, which well, is it called... it up to it, isn't it? It's part of a trilogy of titles, Sam, yeah. isn't it? Well, I can I can tell you, there's... No bird pie for Mr. Twit. Then yep. the next chapter is called Still No Bird Pie for Mr. Twit. And the chapter after that is called, wait for it, Mr. and Mrs. Twit Go Off to Buy Guns. <laughs> Rolled. Every time we doubt you and start thinking, why did yeah. we even embark upon doing a deep dive into this book by this awful man? He gives us a little something where you remember. So what you like about yeah. the cunt, he had some good ideas. He pulls it out of the bag, doesn't he? He does, every yeah. Every fucking time. But, uh, yeah, we are on the Great Upside Down Monkey Circus. And he just, uh, he starts this chapter impeccably. He just says, now for the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because Great. I don't think the monkeys have been mentioned at that point at all, have they? And he just goes, now it's like the, bit, the, the first monkeys. few chapters where he's talking about Mr. and Mrs. Twit and he goes, then he goes, yeah, you don't want to hear about these all the way through the book, do you? And then he starts talking about yeah. the tree or something. And now he's just gone, right, some here's some stuff. monkeys, you cunts. And he says, uh, the four monkeys in the cage in the garden. Oh, yeah, he has mentioned them. Sorry, I apologise, because they were in the corner of the garden. But he focused on the tree, didn't he? Yeah. And the glue and the boys and their naked asses. And yeah, uh, he's probably thought, I've, I've gone so far down this road of naked boy asses. Yeah, it's I better to, uh, to focus on monkeys. Le- much less contentious. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you know, people are going to get uh, you know, wrong minded feelings about monkeys, are they? So I'll stick with that instead. <laughs> now for the monkeys. It says the four monkeys in the cage in the garden were all one family. They were Muggle Wump and his wife and their two small children. A monkey wife? Do monkeys get married? Is that a thing? Uh, I think they do it. I, I, most monkeys tend to be. Um, atheists, so they do it more civil ceremonies. Is it a civil partnership sort yeah. of thing? Because I'd love to see a monkey a monkey wedding. No, although it's a lovely idea, it's very rare to actually <clears throat> see monkeys have a church wedding with morning suits and white dresses. You're more I mean, likely to see them. Brilliant. If you but if you go down your local town hall or just the council, um, yeah. like there's that really nice sort of brutalistic '60s concrete compendium of local government bodies in mm-hmm. Sunderland that I got lost in uh, yeah. last year. Civic Centre, yeah. Yeah, so if you hang around there, you'll see some monkey weddings. You can get married there, can't you, at the <clears> Civic <throat> Centre? You can, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, um, if you just put monkey wedding into uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. the first result that comes up is uh, today, Jack Shakai second wedding anniversary. Uh, and... It is two monkeys, and the man monkey is dressed in a checked suit, and the lady monkey has got a lovely uh, pink dress on, and they look at each other lovingly, and it's their second wedding anniversary, and they're just sitting on a leather sofa. I don't know if there's any voiceover with this, because I've got the mute on. Trouble but... keeping track of your... You got it? 
No, I'm looking at something that says monkeys get married in controversial wedding ceremony. Yeah, that's further down. But is the top result not monkey? That, that came up on um, Google when I just Googled oh, monkey well, wedding. Oh, you do it in YouTube. Yeah. They don't look very happy, to be fair. There doesn't seem to be a great deal of love. Towards the end of the footage, she's just got her back to him. You need a son. Um, I don't think that's a marriage that's going to last. He's got a cigar at the beginning. He's got I'm going to light fat myself cigar. up a fucking cigar because it's Maybe a special day. Maybe that's why she day. doesn't like him anymore. It's a special and, uh, fucking day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's, she's not happy. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, this one looks a bit cruel as well. This monkey wedding that I'm watching because they're chained together. It's like they're being forced into oh, an arranged Jesus monkey Christ. wedding. No. Yeah. Although no. The, the girl monkey is in a lovely pink dress and the lad monkey is in a yellow all in one. And they're having they are having a lovely cuddle, but I think they both look a bit scared, so nah. Is not this for the me. controversial one? Yeah, that's why it's controversial because there's a chain attached to them. It's like they do love each other, but they don't want to be married yeah. for the entertainment of others. No. Yeah, they're cuddling into each other. I don't think they're very happy. That's not good. They might be scared. Yeah, they might be. I prefer the one that. We're all a bit scared on our wedding day, monkeys or not. I guess so. But we are all we are all monkeys, really deep down, aren't we? Yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, I try not to dwell on it too much. So yeah. Anyway, the monkeys, uh, Mugglebump and his wife and their two small children. And it says, what on earth were Mr. and Mrs. Twit doing with monkeys in their garden? It's a very good point. Yeah. It's a very good That's point. What I'd, exactly what I've been wondering, actually. Yeah, well, we'll find out. I mean, again, Dahl's making this up as he goes along. He's like, what the fuck can I... What He's can in I the feathers at this point. Justify these monkeys uh, in this fucking story. All right. Do I need it's to explain it? Most kids won't care, but you might get some fucking pedantic parent writing in. Like, well, why didn't you explain what the monkeys are doing? Now my kids are saying, oh, why can't we have pet monkeys? And I'm trying to explain to the kids it's just a storybook. It's not, yeah. It doesn't happen in real life. Oh, some of those fucking smart-ass kids have been hot-housed. They've got lots of questions. Don't know how to fucking keep the fucking mouth shut. They don't That's know. Right. That old phrase, children should be seen and not heard, doesn't apply to these hot-housed little not, cunts. Not this They'll generation. Blah, 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 blah. Talking about their fucking human right to speak. Oh, like that's that. why I don't go to any of these events that they, the publisher tried to get me along to. We have to meet all the little cunts. Uh, fucking, <laughs> some of them, I can't remember half of what I fucking wrote. Why would I? It's all a lot of bollocks anyway. I'm half pissed when I write most of it. That's why it's all so weird. <laughs> the more pissed I get, the more the kids seem to like the stories. But then they start asking me questions. I'm like, I haven't got a fucking clue what you're on about, to be honest. Charlie and the Mop Factory. No. I don't remember writing it. I was fucking shit-faced when I wrote half of it. Next fucking question. And make sure it's not about one of my books. Ask me something general knowledge instead. I'm good at that. (laughs) Ask me me my opinions on maybe some political things. Ask me about the average weight of different jungle animals. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me about the Jews, though, because I'm not going into that again. No, not interested. I'm not. I've said too much. I'm not walking into any more fucking booby traps, <laughs> PR booby traps, because that's what they are. Make putting fucking words in my mouth. How many of you cunts words, have been planted words. here by the Guardian newspaper? Putting words in my mouth, words which I do admit I did say <laughs> openly. <laughs> Where are we? 
Uh, well, in the old days, it says, they had both worked in a circus as monkey trainers. They used yep. to teach monkeys to do tricks and to dress up in human clothes and smoke pipes and all the rest of that nonsense. Oh. Well, well, he said it's nonsense there, so I suppose... It's, yeah. It is and it isn't. I mean, it's cruel. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't mm. happen. But when it does happen, although it shouldn't, no. Is it entertaining? Yes, it is. Is it yeah, entertaining yes. to see a monkey smoke a pipe? Yes. Yes. Is yes. it entertaining to see a monkey dressed as a cowboy? Yes. Yes. So, or a monkey audio. dressed as Sherlock Holmes? Yes. Yes. So, it's one of those things, it's a grey area, isn't it? It's like it no is. one thinks it should happen. The fact is it does happen and there is no point us sitting here and denying the fact that it's mm. fucking entertaining. That's true. I, I mean, mean, I think more it's almost like and- someone popping a finger up your bum during sex. You're like, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> but at the same time, <clears throat> I liked the sort of wildness it's, of it. it the, 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 the genie's out of the bottle almost yeah. with that now because <laughs> you like, can't put the cork back in. I Let me say on the record, I did not ask for that to happen. I didn't <laughs> want for that to happen. But it has happened. And I have to admit, it's an interesting sensation. <laughs> and I may, I may ask for it to happen again. Repeatedly. <laughs> but nothing more than a finger. That's it. And it, I didn't like it. Don't worry. I, I didn't like it too much. I liked it. The, the, no. the principle of it. Right. Yeah. The anarchy. Because it's, it, it's like an act of anarchy. <laughs> sexual anarchy. It was sexual anarchy. And that's something that appeals to me. Yeah. Yeah. On an intellectual level. It was like a small-scale riot in my arse. <laughs> in my bum. <laughs> bum riot. I don't want any, like, root vegetables or anything going up there. Just don't, a finger. Don't get, too, don't get too creative. <laughs> bum riot is a great name for a sort of a punk band, isn't it? But a punk band from somewhere like the Ukraine. <laughs> bum riot. Yeah. We are bum riot. We are cyberpunk band from your Ukraine. <laughs> We're gonna twist everything you think is normal. <laughs> yeah, whatever, bit. <laughs> We're from Lithuania. <laughs> we have come to rewrite your rules in the bomb area. This is bomb riot. Yeah. Fuck off. This is called monkey with Nothing a pipe. This us. one's called monkey with a pipe. Monkey with a pipe. Monkey with a pipe. Monkey with a pipe. Just a Sherlock Holmes. Jalapeño. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. Where were we? Sorry, uh, they worked in the circus. Today, although they were a child, Mr. Twitch still wanted to train monkeys. It was his dream that one day he would own the first great upside down monkey circus in the world. Again, not a bad dream to have. Do you think? I don't think that sounds all that good. What's going to happen in the upside down monkey circus? If it's going to be upside down for the duration, just you hanging there, then that's boring. not great. If they're upside down in their smoking pipes and dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Couple more ticks or, next to or, it. Or John Travolta and Olivia Newton John from the end scene of Greece. Where yeah, you're the one, the one that, that I, I want. want. Doing the one that I want, if yeah. They're, if they're dressed like that upside down, I'd go to that. Well, you. When you say it like John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, you're making out that that is the the benchmark rendition of that song, whereas you and I both know the benchmark rendition of that song and dance routine is Russ Abbott and what's her name? Bella something. Bella Emberg. <laughs> Bella Emberg. <laughs> On Russ Abbott's fucking whatever it was called. Russ Abbott's Madhouse. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't call a show that anymore. Russ Abbott's mental home. Russ Abbott's mental asylum. (laughs) (laughs) Russ Abbott's funny farm. (laughs) Yeah, they did it, didn't they? And it was really funny. In fact, I'm just going to look that up. I'm pretty sure Bella Rimberg and... um, I I do know there was a cover version of it by uh, uh, Arthur Mullard and Hilda Baker. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that. That could be what you're thinking of. That was in the charts at about the same time. But um, Arthur Mullard has been uh, subsequently disgraced. As, oh, so we can't uh, laugh about him. As a dirty bastard. Okay, yeah. I think you're right. It was that, was it? It wasn't Russ Abbott. But, I mean, it's the kind of thing Russ Abbott and Bella Emberg would do. The sort of shit they'd get up to. It, <laughs> yeah. fits, it fits with their general MO, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're always up to fucking something or other. Do you remember when she was Blunder Woman? She was. He was Cooper Man, wasn't he? Superman crossed with Tommy Cooper. Genius. (laughs) Genius. Yeah, I'm watching the one that I want now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, let's carry on. I'll just watch that with the sound down. So he wants to do an upside down monkey circus which meant the monkeys had to do everything upside down. They had to dance upside down on their hands with their feet in the air. They had to play football upside down. Again, he's just doing a list of stuff here, isn't it? There's no inspiration at all. They had to balance one on top of the other upside down with Mugglewump at the bottom and the smallest baby monkey at the top. They even had to eat and drink upside down. That's not an easy thing to do because the food and water has to go up your throat instead of down it. In fact, it's almost impossible, but monkeys simply had to do it. Otherwise, they got nothing. Mm. You get nothing! Do it, or you get nothing. Fuck it now. Yeah, this isn't a great circus, is it? Um, but the upside down conceit is integral to mm. the the. Uh, let's say well, that's how he would have pitched it story. to his investors, Mister Twit. Yeah. Now I've got to tell you, right? <laughs> yeah, there's if some bots. Who knows what might happen between now and the launch of my circus? But. One thing that is non-negotiable that you need to know before you pledge to invest in this idea is they do have to be upside down, no matter what else. Yeah, we can talk about the aesthetics. We can talk about 
how we're going to sell food, will there be food stores, what sort of food, all that sort of malarkey, fine, I'm open to everyone's ideas. I'm always open to ideas. My door's always open, a CEO of this upside-down circus. But for me, it's a, it's a, it's a deal-breaker. The monkeys have to be upside down. That's the one and only yeah. rule of this circus I'm because planning. If they're not, it's going to fuck the ending up. And that's the only bit I've written so far is the ending. So <laughs> take it or leave it. If you've got a problem with monkeys being upside down, I want you to leave this room now because this book is not for you. Yeah. This is not an investment you're interested in. Book by some other, go and sponsor a book by that cunt Kingsley Amos. <laughs> See how far that gets you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with reading one of them in fucking half an hour. Like one of mine. <laughs> read um, one of those fucking books of your kids. Fucking scarring for read, life. Read one of them for half an hour, you'll be fast asleep. Take my fucking word for it. He hasn't got a fucking helicopter either, Amos. And it's not fucking surprising. So, He's not shifting many of those fucking books. It's a wonder he can afford a pair of fucking shows the money he makes on the shit he churns out. <laughs> Idiot. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I seen him at a party at Tom Stoppard's <laughs> and he was trying to give me the big one. I said to him straight, mate, one of us turned up in a fucking chopper. The other one <laughs> came here by fucking foot in the rain by lots of things. What does that tell you about our respective fucking outputs? Yeah, you can win as many Booker prizes as you want to, mate. But I'm, I'm afraid you can't fucking fly to Paris in under 45 minutes in a fucking Booker prize, can you? You can a fucking helicopter, cunt. Right, get a paper and pen. Right, one of us takes four and a half years to write a book. The other one takes four and a half days. One of us charges seven ninety nine for a book. Fine, fair enough. The other one's charging five ninety nine. Fucking work it out, mate. And have a look at the helicopter while you're doing it. <laughs> Stoppard comes over, says, calm it down, lads. It's supposed to be a fucking party. I don't need you two getting out. I said, don't be fuck. I don't want to be started on fucking you as well, Stoppard. You can't even write books. You're at fucking plays that no cunt in their right mind would ever go and see. <laughs> you're going around like your fucking shit don't stink, writing a load of fucking nonsense for tiny little punts theatres in London. <laughs> well, I'm flying over the top in my fucking helicopter, pissing on the roof. You spend half your fucking writing day sitting with your fucking finger up your arsehole. <laughs> and I can tell you it comes out on the page too <laughs> so uh, yeah where are we he says all oh, this sounds pretty silly it sounded silly to the monkeys they hated having to do this upside down nonsense day after day it made them giddy sometimes the small monkey children would faint with so much blood going to their heads this is awful this mm, is awful Yeah. but Mr Twit didn't care about that he kept them practising for six hours every day and if they didn't do as they told, Mrs. Twit would soon come running with her beastly stick. Whoa. This is actually God. making me feel genuinely uncomfortable now. Yeah, I don't enjoy this at all. I wouldn't want to read this to my children No anymore. way. This would upset my um, kids. Just as well, I've been vasectomised and won't be having any more children. Yeah. And if I do well, have this grandchildren, is, I won't be reading this to them. This reading this story has been a welcome reminder to me that I ought to get vasectomised. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I've been definitely. talking about for ages and now I keep forgetting. It's certainly on my to-do list. Well, COVID um, has put pay to all that sort of thing, hasn't it? I think they've probably suspended the vasectomies during COVID. I'll get it done as a back... I'll get it done backstreet style. Backstreet vasectomy, yeah. Yeah. Go and get a backstreet vasectomy 
in just late at night in um yeah. in an alleyway in the city of London. In the East End. Yeah. In a cobbled alleyway. Vasectomy, mm. <laughs> mister. Two bob for a vasectomy. Yeah, all right. No, make no, it no, quick. no, 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 you've got, I'm, I'm not here for that sort of thing. No, no, I'm very sorry. Um, how long will it take? <laughs> Just half an hour, mate, and you're on your way. Is is there um, any pain relief, a uh, anaesthetic? Well, I can bash you over the head if you want, not you unconscious, <laughs> and then do it. You'll come round in a few hours. You'll have a terrible <laughs> headache, and your cock will be feeling weird and all. Then you just got to go home and lie on the sofa and drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> okay, very well. But I do have to charge you extra if you want bashing over the head. Very well. <laughs> Here's an extra kitty. Now get, get on, on with, with it. it. Whack. <laughs> I haven't got all day. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on at the minute. Another sad side effect of COVID. Mm. Uh, we're on to the next chapter. Uh, the roly-poly bird to the rescue. Uh, Mugglewump and his family long to escape from the cage in Mr. Twit's garden and go back to the African jungle where they came from. Um, they hated Mr. and Mrs. Twit for making their life so miserable. Quite right, we're hating them as well. They also hated them for what they did to the birds every Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh yeah, the monkeys have got to watch this whole bird pie thing going on, haven't they, from mm. the, the confines of their cage. They've got to watch Mr. Twit gluing the branch of the tree and the birds getting stuck. Yeah, and then the more getting taken away and put in the oh, pie. Oh, they don't worry. They they're it. under no illusions about Mister Twit. They know he's a fucking can. Well, yeah, yeah, we all do. Uh, it's flyaway birds, flyaway birds. They used to shout, jumping about in the cage and waving their arms. Don't sit on that big dead tree. It's been smeared all over with sticky glue. Go and sit somewhere else. Yeah, you dark but, bastards. But these were English birds, and they couldn't understand. Dahl's words here, the weird African language oh, the oh. spoke. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. The weird African language the monkey spoke. Different times, Sam. Different times. So they took no notice and went on using the big dead tree and getting caught for Mrs. Twit's bird pie. And then again, here we go. Dahl's just, just another fucking bizarre character in out of nowhere it says then one day a truly magnificent bird flew out of the sky and landed on the monkey cage good heavens cried all the monkeys together it's the roly-poly bird uh, what on earth are you doing over here in England roly-poly bird like the monkeys the roly-poly bird came from Africa and he spoke the same language as they did how very fucking convenient he says uh I've come for an holiday, says the roly-poly bird. I like to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you know? Yeah, I'm like that. Oh, he's like Alf Ramsey in that way. I like to to broaden the mind, don't I? (laughs) People think... the horizons and the mind. I I tell the other birds, you know, there is fucking life outside the narrow confines of this little (laughs) island, right? (laughs) There are different things to see. There are different ways of living one's life than the traditional British lifestyle. That's why I fly about. Have a, exactly. Have a look at yourself. You are blessed with a set of fucking wings. You can go anywhere. What are you doing sat here watching fucking EastEnders every day for? Having beans on fucking toast. You know, I was in Spain. And you can get EastEnders abroad. I were in Spain last May. 
right? They do their dinners on not one plate, but six or seven very small plates, or with a little amount on each. Now, I know what you're thinking, that sounds shit, but if you eat enough of them, it's dead nice. You can fill up with it, right? Plus, they'll give you a basket of bread if you ask, and they don't usually charge like, extra. you got to be careful, because they will try to give you weird bits of, like, fish and that, and octopus. Avoid that stuff, right? <laughs> but you can make yourself understood. You can get a, a little plate of potatoes, a little plate of omelette, a little some plate tomatoes. of ham. Yeah, you get tomatoes, ham, you get some cheese. It's not cheddar, but it's similar, right? And you just get it all, and they're all on different plates, and you fucking scoff it all down, yeah? And that's how they eat their dinner. Uh, now, uh, you ask yourself, you're having beans on toast on one plate every night. Yeah, fine. Less that. washing up, admittedly, but... Some varieties of spice of life. They call it tapas, which translates as Spanish dinner. <laughs> this is the sort of shit I'm trying to tell you, cunts, right? You're sat here, you're wasting your life away. You're waiting to die. <laughs> in Switzerland... You've got a set of fucking wings on you. In Switzerland, they get a load of fucking cheese, right? They melt it so it goes like molten lava, right, in a big fucking pot... Then they give you a big fork, right? You get a bit of bread on it, you dip it in the fucking cheese, right? One word of warning, if you are going to try it, fucking wait for it to cool down, because it will fucking ruin your tongue. (laughs) Don't get too greedy. Here's a tip. Never go to a fondue party feeling too hungry, because then you'll wash it and you'll burn your mouth and you'll be paying the price for weeks after. But what I'm saying is, lads, right... You're here maybe having a to- cheese on toast for your lunch. Fine. But why don't you fly up a fucking mountain in Switzerland? What God gave you wings for? Broaden your horizons. Uh, Once you've flown all that way, you'll be ready for a nice bit of dinner. <laughs> nice bit and that's of fondue. called fondue. That's fondue, and that translates as Swiss dinner. <laughs> uh, um, in Germany, they make sausages just out of blood. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll leave it at that because I don't want to go on about. It. But they do, and it just, they make all sorts out of blood. There's all shops that just deal in blood food. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is what he says. He just he says he fluffed his marvelous feathers and looked down rather grandly at the monkeys. For most people, he says, flying away on holiday is very expensive, but I can fly anywhere in the world for nothing. <laughs> Uh, Mugglewub says, do you know how to talk to these English birds? Roly Paulie says, of course I do. It's no good going to a country and not knowing the language. He basically is this cunt that we've just fucking invented two minutes ago. <laughs> then we must hurry, said Mugglewump. Today is Tuesday, and over there you can already see the revolting Mr Twit up the ladder painting sticky glue on the branches of the big dead tree. This evening, when the birds come into roost, you must warn them not to perch on that tree, or they will be made into bird pie. And that evening, the roly-poly bird flew round and round the big dead tree, singing out, There's sticky stuff all over the tree! If you land in the branches, you'll never get free! So fly away, fly away, stay up high, or you'll finish up tomorrow in a hot bird pie! Right, that's that, Tom. I'm going for that's a shit. Sword. I'm going for a shit I'm now. down the pub. <laughs> going for a shit, then I'm going to clean my feathers, and then I'm going to the pub. <laughs> Put my best shirt on and a bit aftershave. There's a, the pub, there's a pub up the road that does Thai food. It's not like it's not authentic, like, 
It's not like when you're actually there, but it's not bad. I'll have pad time. Pad time with prawns. It's fucking delicious. I'll have that and a pint. Be a nice evening. See if I can get talking to someone down there. Yeah, it's always someone to get talking to, you know. I'm a curious man. I'm inquisitive. Yeah. I like listening to people's stories. I uh, tell me, you say everyone's got a story. Everyone's got a story. Tell me yours. You know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, them, I'll sidle up to them. I'll say hello. I'm the roly poly bird. What's your story? <laughs> Do you travel much? I'm a keen traveller. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah. Where you like it generally? Where you been? Oh, yeah, nice, the Italian lakes. Good. Yeah, no, I've never been, been meaning to, though. Could go now if I wanted, because I've got wings, I don't I'm know if you bird. noticed. <laughs> what, me being a bird, I save a fucking ton on, you know, airplane tickets and that. I mean, maybe not tonight, because I've had a couple of pints already and I don't really like to fly when I've when I've been drinking, but, uh, you know, maybe tomorrow. Who knows? World of the oyster. Have you tried the food here? Oh, no, it's dead nice. It's not authentic. But it's, no, trying to pad time with um, prawns, really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's quite recent because it got took over by this bloke last year and before, it, it used to be quite old-fashioned. They'd just do, you know, pork scratching, crisps, scotch eggs, that sort it's of not, thing, couple of not sandwiches. Not really for me. Uh, not no, really for me, good. the traditional stuff. That's why I didn't come it so basic, much. But, but the new fella, he's got a wife, she's about 10 years younger than him. And uh, I think she's the brains behind it, but, you know, they've yeah. really upped their game. I think the she's Thai herself, Thai, Korean, something like that. I think he got her off the internet, you know. Um, but it's painful. That's different. what they say. But, I mean, no, what's wrong with that? You know what That's I mean? That's fine. I mean, they seem, them. there appears to be a lot of affection between them. They seem to be very I mean, happy together, There's yeah, an age you know. gap, but that doesn't seem to present a problem. And I'll oh. say this for her. She's a hard worker, because I've seen her grafting in that, out in that hot kitchen. She is an hard worker, so... You know, it's obviously worked out from his point of view. And, I mean, you can see by looking at the, you know, the, the, the number of people that's in, it's really paying off for them. Because yeah. I'd come in here a year ago, it were dead. But it's quite vibrant now, it's good. No, it's come nice. Come more often know. as a result. I'm in most nights. I don't know what if you are, but I've not seen you much around here. But I'm in most, you can find me any time. I don't come down on quiz night because I find it distracting. <laughs> I'm not really into quizzes, but... Uh, you know, most nights I come down a couple hours. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, just no. And if you can't see me, I might occasionally I'll be around the other side of the bar. But just ask, is Roly Poly Birdin? Just ask. They, they, they all know me. There's no other, put it this way, there's no other cunt here called Roly Poly Bird, so they know what you're talking about. Roly Poly Bird. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for listening thanks for listening everyone keep it canty Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.